Thank you for downloading this month's podcast of BJOG Editor's Choice with Deputy Editor-in-Chief Patrick Chien. This is a podcast of the Editor's Choice for April 2017. I'm Patrick Chen, Deputy Editor-in-Chief of BJOG. Our specialty often deals with issues that are controversial or highly political. For example, the issue of migration, whether economic or asylum-seeking, is highly topical due to the recent attempt to impose a temporary entry ban to the USA on individuals from some countries in the Middle East. Nevertheless, the notion of welcoming migrants, especially those doing so to avoid violence and persecution, has been a long-held tradition by the vast majority of other nations. It is therefore pertinent that Felmont and colleagues have conducted a robust systematic review on the prevalence of perinatal mental health disorders experienced by migrant women. Unfortunately, there is insufficient published data to reliably estimate the prevalence of anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, or psychosis. However, this study reported that a third of women may suffer some form of depressive illness, and nearly one in every five such women may suffer major depressive disorder. This is considerably higher than that observed in a non-migrant population. Having a history of previous depression and a lack of adequate social support in the destined environment are predisposing factors for perinatal depression. This study also highlights the need for policymakers and healthcare providers to be aware of this issue and also to provide adequate provision of social and health support for such individuals if they are to be successfully integrated into the local communities. A second paper included in this issue is by Aikin and colleagues, who conducted a population-based study on the contraceptive choice of women who underwent termination of pregnancy in the United Kingdom. The majority of women who received contraception from the British Pregnancy Advisory Service following the termination of pregnancy chose to either have an IUCD or a contraceptive implant. It is interesting that women choosing to have a medical method of termination of pregnancy are less likely to use an IUCD or implant, but more likely to choose to have oral contraception. This observation is is explained by most termination of pregnancy providers deferring the insertion of an IUCD until several weeks post-termination of pregnancy in order to ensure that the pregnancy is successfully terminated. This invariably means that the patient will have to attend a further visit for the IUCD insertion. For those women opting to have their post-termination of pregnancy contraception prescribed by their GP or at a sexual health clinic, there seems to be an equal distribution of women choosing to have a long-acting reversible contraception or oral contraception. This study highlighted that nearly half of the women undergoing termination of pregnancy will either choose to have their contraception from another source other than from their termination of pregnancy provider, or did not feel that they required contraception or declined any contraceptive counselling altogether. Because of the need to respect the complete autonomy of such women with the choice of contraception, using the number of women undergoing termination of pregnancy as a denominator to calculate contraceptive usage following a termination of pregnancy, will underestimate the effectiveness of contraceptive counselling in this setting. Thank 
you for listening to this month's BJOG Editor's Choice. We have been reporting the best research in women's health since 1902. We are keen to hear your views. Tweet us at BJOG Tweets. You can find more podcasts at www.bjog.org.